welcome to the Mindful Creator Podcast. I live by the philosophy that good or bad, we create everything in our life. If you're listening, my hope is that this podcast plants the seed in your mind that you can be the mindful creator of your world and that you might be inspired to take action to create your best life by whatever learnings impact you the most. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. My guest today is my good friend and entrepreneur, Jawad Shafay. Jawad is the proud owner of a social media marketing agency, which he started and built from the ground up. He is a published author and has more recently started his own mastermind to help other people live a good life. We've known each other over the last five years now, and that was by a happy chance of managing to sit right next to each other at a personal development course that we attended together. It's amazing how these relationships start Jawad, thank you so much for being on the show and making the time to share your journey. Thank you. Thank you, Dipesh. It's a pleasure. I'm really excited to do this. I know we've been trying to figure out a good time for a while now. <laughs> we've been avoiding it for a long time. <laughs> no, it's awesome to have you on the show, man. And I'm quite excited to capture this journey because I really believe that your story can help inspire so many people because you started everything with nothing and you've built that up over the last five six years into something quite substantial something quite considerable and you're doing quite well for yourself now and that in itself has obviously been a long road so let's let's talk about that first let's talk about your journey about the business about the social media marketing agency like why did you start that where did that inspiration come from and what made you think that that was the right thing for you well um okay so right now it's a full-on digital marketing agency so we don't just do the social media mm-hmm. it started as a social media company um with with the worst name ever possible it was called social media dreams <laughs> <laughs> it just i don't know it just sounds really bad right now it might, it might sound good for some of you but for me it just sounds really bad right now um, why did I start it? Because I saw the trend in social media, which right now is at its peak. Right now it's booming. Yep. Um, as you know, a few days ago, we both downloaded the new app. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Um, uh, something to do with the uh, meeting room or whatever. Clubhouse. Yeah. That's the one. Yeah, Clubhouse. You know, so there's already, there's always, everything's evolving. Yep. So when I caught the trend, it was at the beginning when I felt, okay, I'm using my phone so much. Why am I using it? My family are using their phone so much. Why are they using it? My friends, everyone, my colleagues at the time. So what I did a lot of research into it and I was like, okay, social media is definitely picking up. This is before e-commerce even, people were still scared to buy online. Yeah. Like I remember even my parents were scared to put in their uh, bank card into their phone, bank card online. So I saw this huge future market that's no one or a few people who touched on. Um, And one of them was Ty Lopez. So I'm sure a lot of you have heard of Ty Lopez. Mm -hmm. If you haven't, he's a very, very, very successful entrepreneur right now. He always was. And I really looked up to him when I was younger. And I followed his journey and he had a lot of criticism. A lot of people telling him, oh, what you're doing is fake. Oh, what you're doing is is uh, 
rented you're, you're not but you haven't bought the car and the house and this lifestyle you're showing off with it's all rented it's all for publicity it's all to get more followers so i looked into him more i was like there is truth in this guy's eyes like i really felt this connection with him even though i never met him at the time mm-hmm. and i felt okay you know what i'm gonna subscribe to his program which was 67 60, yeah, 67 dollars at the time yeah and i thought before I subscribed, I was like, okay, should I really do it? I also have that quiz. Should I, maybe he's fake, maybe he's not. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me just do it. So I paid $67. And at that time, I was on, I don't know, like 500 pounds a month or 1,000 pounds a month, which I didn't really have a lot of money to, to invest into this, into this program. You know, like every 100 pounds, every $100 I was needed to, to, for food or to go out with my friends or, you know, pay this little expense here and there. So I paid it and it really changed my life. It completely, completely changed my life. I had no trust in this guy. I looked up to him. He became one of my mentors. He guided me and told me what to do, what not to do. But this was all in his pre-recorded videos. So I was like, okay, if he was able to do this for me in 67 days, what else can he do? So I subscribed, I think it was $2,000, $3,000 to a social media program. And that's when I started. That's when he guided me exactly what to do, what not to do, how to talk to people, how to talk in sales, how to convert clients, how to create websites, how to set up social media accounts, what's working, what's not working. And these videos were done maybe four or five years before I was doing them. So he caught the trend. He caught the train. That was early. Yes, yes. I think he, he talks about, he started Google advertising in 2001. In 2001 no one even knew what google was like i don't think anyone anyone was doing anything those days yeah i mean like Um, the iphone didn't come out until 2007 so it's like six years later he was really out there he was pushing ads so he had a lot of experience he made a lot of money and now he was teaching it similar to what i'm doing right now um so when i started his course i started experimenting i started uh, testing what's working what's not working and it's not just about learning, it's actually about doing it. So I sat down and I could sit down and listen to and take notes. But if I was not implementing, I was not getting anything in return. I wasn't making money. Um, there was no point. So I set, I set myself a goal. And one day I was like, I'm going to go meet this person. Mm-hmm. I, I made a list of a few people I thought, let me target. And the first one was my mother's dentist. Okay. I was like... Give me her contact details. Let me reach out to her and see what she says. I picked up the phone, gave them a call. And that's when my tension kicked in because you've learned so much for weeks and months. But when you come down to do it, that's when like, oh no, like, oh shit. Like, yeah, you forget everything. You start sweating. Am I, are, are they going to believe me? Is this a scam? Who am I? Am I good enough for her to even listen to me? I don't have a company yet. Like nothing's established. I don't have any results. So I kind of put myself into situations where I had to force myself into. So I learned how to communicate. I learned how to talk and close deals. I learned how to uh, talk about results in in their language. So it's all about talking in the client's language, in your your client's um, results that they want with their end results. Not it's all about me. A lot of people today or those days oh, this is what I do. I'm so amazing. This is my company. I've been experienced for 10 years. I've had this. But clients, and no one wants to hear that. Like, no one. 
when you're yeah, working with a client, they want to know their, how you're going to solve their problems. That's it. Nothing else. If you're not solving their specific problems, then you could have experience for a hundred years. They, they won't care. Yeah. You need to be very specific. You need to go very deep into their problems and find them solutions. So anyway, so this, this is why I started. And before this, like, rewinding why I started Ty Lopez's course and why I also picked social media and why, because it was something in line with my vision. My, so I did a lot of self-development on what I love doing. So one key area is I love helping. Yeah. And when I saw social media trending, I was like, okay, cool. I love helping. Social media is happening in the world. Let me help people create social media accounts. And I, at that time, I had a lot of connections. I still do. I have a lot of. I know. I know a lot of people. Um, so it was just literally it all connect. It was all connecting the dots for me. It wasn't about, oh, this is making money. Let me do it. People always look for what's making money these days. It's not about what's making money. It's in what's in line with what you love doing. When you love what you do, the money will come in. And I'm sure you've all heard this hundreds and thousands and millions of times. I, even even I heard it before. But I was like, no, it's always about the money. It's always about the money. You need to make money it's nothing to do with the money because if you don't love what you're doing you could have a million pounds sitting in your bank account and you're depressed as hell you know like you won't have any friends around you your health is bad you look bad you won't, you don't like going out you won't enjoy nature you know you'll just be depressed like you're not there's no enjoying your life because you're not enjoying what you're doing day to day so that's one that's also a key area why i decided to start a digital marketing agency well a social media agency at that time once it grew, people started coming to me and asking me, oh, can you do this? Or can you do that? So it kind of grew to um, helping on and growing in the app development side, in the creating more business plans for people instead of just focusing on social media. No, we're creating a full-on yearly plans for them, business plans, business coaching. And now, as, as you said, I started doing life coaching. Yeah. So it all stacked on and grew to where i am today um i hope that answered your question <laughs> yeah that's that's amazing and actually just a couple of things that i want to backtrack to so like your first client and i think this is key for everyone listening if you're wanting to do something whether it's a digital marketing agency whether it's social media or whether it's something not related to this at all if you just heard what Jawad said like his first client came from asking his mum for a connection to someone they knew if you're just starting out, you don't have to go out and try and cold call every single person. You might have to, if you're, if you feel like you don't have the connections, but more often than not, if you just asked some of your closest people, friends, family, cousins, aunts, uncles, there's always someone that they might know that you could potentially be a help to. So, and do I, just to confirm, like, did you, you had that meeting with your mom's friend and I'm guessing you managed to find that client. So like that was... It was the first client I got on the phone with, but it wasn't the first client I closed. So that didn't work out. Again, it came with experience. It came with experience. So I, because I was panicking and I didn't know what really to say and I was talking about myself, I didn't close that client. But then what you said is also key. You said, use the people around you. So I spoke to one of my very good friends and he put me in contact with the company that he was working for at the time. Again, I didn't do any marketing for myself. I didn't go out there. I wasn't looking outside of my circle for clients. I used the people around me. One of my very good friends, one of my best friends, I asked him, 
to speak to his manager, the owner of the company that he was working with, and get me a meeting with him. So that before you're even in there, you've already he's already given word of mouth yeah. about me. So that's that's already boosted my self-esteem and boosted that I am more able right now to close this client because this client knows a little bit about me. He knows my connection to this. People want, it's all about connection. If you're not connecting to your client, there's no point of doing the work. You, you could be making so much money with someone, but if you're not connecting, you'll lose the contract because people, people want to connect. You know, like people want uh, to, to, to build rapport with each other. They want to get to know each other. That's how you close deals. That's how I've closed my bigger deals. It's all about getting to know people first. Sometimes you don't even want to think about business and it becomes a friendship. And then you build rapport, you get to know each other, you travel together. And the next thing you know, you're doing business together. So that's how my journey has become. So he put me in contact with his boss. I sat down with him and I closed the deal. And I couldn't believe it at the time. It was 2,000 pounds per month. For one contract. It was a six month contract. And, and what we was the company? were doing Google ads for him. Yeah. Well, I was doing Google ads for him at the time. And it was the best feeling ever. I remember when he sent me the check. I think, did I collect the check? Yeah, I went to go collect the check from his accountant. And I remember I sat down on my car and I looked at it and I took a picture of it. And I was like, can't believe this guy just paid me 2,000 pounds. And I don't even know what the hell I'm going to do now. <laughs> like before I've even started the work. So I got the check and I was just so happy. I went straight to the bank. I put it in and I just started focusing on helping him. And then I got the results I promised. I got the results that he was expecting and all the problems that he had, I, I faced them and I, I gave him what I promised. So he was paying more than 2,000 pounds a month to another company and getting really bad results. So I told him, cool, give me 2,000 and I'll get you better results. Yeah. And it was my first client. So I didn't, I didn't have the results to show him. I couldn't say, oh, look, I've done it before. I can do it again. But he still trusted me. So if it wasn't for my friend, which I'm forever thankful for, um, his name is Mohammed Danazi. Um, Shout out right there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I always tell him how grateful I am for this. And it really gave me that boost and that charge to start my journey into, into digital marketing. So, That's yeah. amazing. Um, uh, Mo, Mohammed, if you're listening, like Juad is extremely grateful for what you've done because, I mean, the, the guy that I know is very different to probably the guy that you knew when he was starting out. So, uh, and it's amazing because, you know, this is where it's taken you so far. And now, I mean, look at you, bro. Uh, extremely impressed, very proud to know you and to see like what you've accomplished. And now your clients range from, UK to worldwide you've got like a yeah they're, they're worldwide now yeah exactly exactly and that's and that's how it starts you've got to start with the thing closest to you reach out to someone that could potentially help you and if you don't ask you will never know if it was even an option for you <clears throat> like you, 100%, yeah you had to ask your mum and you asked and it didn't work but that gave you the learning so that when you went for who your friend recommended you to that was an option again an opportunity again and that one worked that one could have very easily not worked out as well and you might have gone to the next person but yeah it managed to work and it's amazing because that's what started the momentum really awesome man. Yeah, exactly exactly yeah so 
going back to before you started, was there anyone close to you that was against you doing it? Was there anyone who thought actually you should be doing something else? Maybe you should just get a stable job. Maybe you should be focusing on like a, what in their eyes is a proper career or anything like that. Did you experience anything like that? Of course. Um, my parents. So at the time, I don't think they knew what I was doing. They had no idea what I was doing. They just okay. saw me sitting in my room on my computer and thought this guy's just wasting his time. Um, so my father's always wanted me to go into a more stable nine to five job. Or this is what my, this is my perspective of if I, what I picked up. So at the time, I don't think he knew what I was doing, but slowly, slowly, as he saw, I was progressing and, and making more money and getting, I was, I was communicating with him. I, I, I made sure I was always communicating. I think he started believing in me more. Yeah. And now he's very stable with what I'm doing. So he doesn't question me much about, oh, look into getting a banking job or look into becoming something in politics in a political position. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh, how's your work going? Oh, really amazing. Well done. Congratulations. And he sends me links. He sends me like articles online and he helps me out every now and then, or he finds like, like he'll be, he'll be out shopping, um, buying like this tie, like he's addicted to ties. <laughs> and he randomly asked them, oh, do you have social media? And then they're like, oh no, we're looking for someone to work on our account. And then he'll send me them. He was like, oh, I'll speak to this person. So, so now he really me what I'm doing yep. compared to before, I don't think they really had much uh, trust in what I was doing. They didn't believe or understand. I don't think believe it's, I think they, they didn't understand what I was doing. That that's the main word. Yeah. I think now yeah. they really understand what I'm doing and they see the results. And he's actually met. So what I love about my work is you get to meet so many people. And I was out shopping once and I met one of my clients. I bumped into him. So very successful man in, in Qatar. So he owns Novikov, um, a, a few other big brands. So yeah. we, we help them with their digital marketing. And I introduced him to my father and I told him, oh, this is what he does. And my father didn't know the contact, the, the clients I had at the time. So when I introduced him, I saw in my, in my father's eyes that he was very proud. Like it was a very proud moment for me to be. And this guy invited me, oh, you have to come with us for coffee. So he invited me and my father to sit down and have um, coffee with him. So we sat down and I could see, I felt the energy on that table. It was such a proud moment for myself and for my father. And I'm very thankful for this for Mr. Salem. For, for, for hosting this, this, this small uh, co coffee break. You know, it was, amazing, it was a beautiful man. experience. That's amazing. And what, I think what's even cooler about this entire experience is that your dad is now your top lead generator. So he'll go out and whenever he's doing his regular stuff, he'll, he'll pitch you. He'll keep, uh, keep promoting you and get your name out there. And that just shows like the level of support you have, uh, which may not have been there right at the beginning because of the misunderstanding or rather the lack of information around doing something so new and so different to what they traditionally know as how they would define someone as a, uh, as a success. Um, mm -hmm. So just out of interest, how did you overcome that right at the beginning? What was your way of keeping yourself going even though your parents might not have been in full recognition of what you were working towards? I had to prove to myself I can do it. So I didn't want to give up. 
because I did not love doing a nine to five job. And I really wanted to push myself to put myself in a situation where I love what I'm doing. I did not want to compromise to what people around me are telling me to do because it was, I did not feel good. I tried it. I tried it for a few months before I tried it. So I'm originally from Bahrain. I tried to even live in Bahrain for this amazing job there, amazing pay, amazing company, amazing people. But it wasn't for me. I, like there was something missing. It wasn't the money. It wasn't, it was just something missing. I was not loving what I was doing. So I had to come back and find and curate what I love doing. It's all about experimenting. It's all about trial and error. It's all about testing. What do you love? What do you not like? What's evolving? What's, where do you see yourself? Where, where do you visualize yourself in five years, in 10 years? Um, what kind of people do you want to be around? Who are the, who's the person you want to be like? Yeah. You know, who do you look up to? So all these things held me, um, pulled me forward instead of being dragged back to going to a 95 job. So when I had this vision and I had this focus, it pulled me up. So that's, that, that's yeah, that's why. Well, it's, I would say it's a lot of self-awareness around knowing what you want your life to look like, knowing what you would like to feel on a day-to-day -day basis around what you're doing. And then a lot of discipline behind actually taking the action because as you said right at the beginning, you learned a lot from, I think it was a 67 steps program from Ty Lopez, right? Which yeah, that's correct, yeah, exactly. And then the social media program and everything else. There's a lot of information which everyone can have access to, but only few will actually take the action into doing something about it. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. yeah, this podcast is a perfect example. I started this about a year ago and then over COVID took a little break and kind of lost my discipline in doing it and then I was like okay well I need to get that back and that's what's started this back up again because the whole point of this podcast is being able to inspire anybody listening to do something that they might not do otherwise and like they could get that from your story from one of the other stories but that's the whole point but if I don't take the action I don't know whose life I could have affected that I ended up not doing yeah exactly and that's the whole exactly. point that was the hardest part it still is. Self-discipline is really hard. It's not easy. Yep. Waking up every morning, telling yourself you can do it, is probably the hardest thing in the world. You know? And at that time, waking up, not having anything, not having an office, not having a team, not having anything but a computer and this guy in the States telling me what to do, which yeah. I've never even connected with. You know, it was just videos. And so, so I programmed my mind. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm not going to speak to anyone. I'm not going to message anyone. I'm not even going to check my phone. The second I opened my eyes, I think it was 9 a.m. at the time, I would set my alarm for 9 a.m. I would open my eyes. I would turn on my computer and I would straight away focus on before I get out of my bed, before I brush my teeth, before I get something to eat. Because if I move from this bed, there's different factors kicking in. There's different feelings thoughts beliefs people uh telling me do this do that wasting my time wasting my energy so i knew the only time i could really focus the second i opened my eyes turn on my computer watch this video make notes make a call to 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 to, uh, to a client or a yeah. sales call or make a list so writing down so 
It was all about writing as well, right in self-discipline. If you're not writing down what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, and you're not planning, then it's going to be even harder. You know, yeah. writing down, planning, executing, this really makes self-discipline a lot easier. Definitely, man. And I love that. It's just like up in the morning, your eyes open and work. Like that. 100%. Got started. And, and you know what? It's not always fun. It's not it always fun. It was, it's not fun. Yeah. It wasn't fun. But no holding on to the vision, that's the fun part. So I got a lot into meditation. I got a lot into breathing, into yoga. So all this taught me how to hold the tension, you know, hold the vision. Don't break because it's not working for you there and then. If it's something you really want, then do what you need to do to be able to achieve it. Don't let go of the vision. Don't let go of the tension. So I think tension is, is something we, we could talk about forever. That's a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So without pressure, people break when they have pressure. But knowing how to hold yourself when you've got pressure, that's very important. That's the discipline. And that's what will get you to where you need to be or where you want to be. Definitely. Definitely. I love that, man. So let's talk about the, the next stage in your life, which uh, is the book that you wrote. So Duad's written a book uh, titled The Good Life, a step-by-step -step guide on how to create health, wealth, love, and happiness. Talk, yeah. talk about the book. Where did the inspiration come from? Why did you write it? Like where, did you even think that you were ever going to write a book? Never. It just <laughs> happened by accident. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally a few thousand accidentally words just out out. <laughs> seriously so i've done a lot of courses i'm a big believer in, in self-development so i love reading i love doing online courses i love doing uh coaching outside when i well now we can't but at the time we were able to go to that's how i met you a yeah. self-development -de program yeah. you know if it wasn't for ryan yeah um we won't be here. True. So I found Ryan's advertisement online and I signed up to it. So everything I was taught and everything I learned from myself from the books, from Ty Lopez, from Ryan, a few other mentors I've got, I put them all, I was making loads of notes. And at the same time, I was prom not promoting, I was posting a lot on my personal social media and a lot of my friends and family were telling me, oh, what's this? what's that how do you do this teach me about this i want to know more about that so i was actually helping a lot of people back then i was going to meet someone i scheduled lots of time to help people it's all about giving you know mm -hmm. the more you give the more you get so i scheduled i made sure i was helping people once twice a week i would take out of my time to help people to show them what i'm doing not uh, not that it will help them alone but it will also help me because it refreshes my mind and my memory of what I was learning a few weeks ago, a few months ago. Yeah. So that's where the book came in. So I was making loads of notes and I realized, I think it was the end of 2016, mm -hmm. 2016 or maybe 2017. And I was like, Oh, this could really be like a journal. You know, this could really be a, like a self help, self guide book yeah. to, to sell or to, not to make money, but to, to, to put out there, you know, 
I could give it out to free to people, but I don't feel people will really benefit from something unless they pay. If you pay, you pay attention. You know, you get so many things for free today. You got so many people telling, oh, sign up to this, you get this for free. Oh, get this for free, get that for free. But once you download it, once you receive it and you haven't paid for it, you won't pay attention. You'll look at it and you'll, you'll throw it away. But once you pay for something, you'll actually look into it more. You want to get your money's worth. Yeah. So that's why I decided to sell it as a book. So it's, it's, it's a planning journal that takes you how to create, literally how to create your life, how to create, from my experience, everyone's got different experiences. Mm-hmm. It's called the good life and the good life. And I say this all the time. It's my perspective of a good life. Everyone's good life could be different. If, if you live in, in Africa, your good life could be different. If you live in, in the UK, it's completely different. If, if you like surfing or if you like Nate, you know, everyone's got their own perspective of a good life. But this book actually helps you find what you love doing. Yeah. It's not just about living the life you've always lived. No, it's about creating the life you want to live. It takes you through meditations. It takes you through planning. It takes you through journaling. It takes you what to do every single day. It takes you through the, the, the right mindset to have, how to think, how to, you know, how to have the people around you. That's what the book is really about. It's everything that I was taught, I just put it onto a small journal. That's amazing, man. And it's a great way to share what you've learned. But also, as you are writing it down and wanting to explain it to other people, I, I would say that it further solidifies it into your own mind as well. Because 100%. when you're able to teach something to someone else that you've learned, you're able to teach it because you understand it at a different level compared to when you first learned it. You have a deeper understanding, a deeper connection. And through that, you're able to then teach others. And as you do teach others, you will become more aware of the things that you're teaching because you'll realize how they still affect you day to day and how actually they're always things that will be affecting you, but it's whether you choose to give that energy and power or whether you put your energy and focus into the things that you want to create. Mm-hmm. Love that. Um, how has COVID been for you? So what has COVID taught you and what have you changed because of it as well? Other than the fact that you've not been allowed to travel, which I know you're really annoyed about. <laughs> well, COVID. Now, I'm very grateful and I love 2020. But when it started, I think we were all on the same boat. We were all on the same journey. No one knew what the hell was going on. Luckily, my business did pick up even more. But it's not always about money, you know, it's about security, it's about your health, it's about your family, it's about are you safe or you're not safe, you know, that for me and for every other human being is, is priority. So business-wise, my company did do a lot better during COVID because a lot of people wanted to expand online, create more ads, sell online, build, start new businesses. A lot of people left their companies and said, oh, help me start a new business. So I've done all that. So that was amazing. But why I love why I love 2020 and why I love 2020 is the self-awareness. When you're pushed into a space where you've got nothing to do, that's when you start listening to your thoughts. You start listening to what's going on around you. You become really, really aware. You know, you've, you can't do anything else. You're, you're stuck in a house, you're stuck in a room, you're stuck in a flat. To not, you can't do anything. 
you can't communicate with people unless it's on the phone or on, on Zoom. So you're not really, I don't want to use the word wasting time, but you're not mixing your energy with the outside world, which usually stops us from creating what we love. Yeah. So this really taught me to listen to myself more and how to be able to understand myself more. So the more you understand yourself, the more you're able to overcome all the made up beliefs. Mm -hmm. So again, this is another topic. We all have this belief system, which was all created from the age of zero to seven. And when you're listening to your own internal dialogue, you're able to overcome these beliefs. You're able to refocus on what you want to create. You're able to guide yourself into the right direction. But when we're outside, pre-2020, we're getting distracted all the time. Yeah. Whether it's friends, whether it's family, whether it's, it's relationships, whether it's just, just going out and having fun, you're always getting distracted. It's not bad, but if you're not aware of these distractions, then you're stopping yourself from achieving your goals. Yeah. So once you're aware of these distractions, you can refocus, you can try something else. So 2020 COVID has been a beautiful year of awareness, um, appreciation and acceptance. Oh, Accepting yeah. where you are. Everything's happened for a reason. Everything happens for the good. Everything happens, you know, what's the saying? It's what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah. I've had personal family members. I've got friends who caught COVID. I think I even caught it. Um, I didn't. I got tested a few weeks after I was sick, so it was negative. But I, I, I don't. Maybe I had it. Yes, a lot of people got um, caught, caught caught COVID, and their life went downhill. But they were able to come out of it, and now they're better than where they started. So that's exactly what 2020 was all about. This is what COVID was all about. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So I thank God every single day that myself and my family, no one's been personally really affected by this. And I'm sorry for every, any, everyone out there that has been affected by this and anything's happened to them or their family. But it's only time now to become stronger and refocus on what we want. Yeah. You know, death is a word we always try to avoid. You know, we're scared of talking about it. We don't talk about it. We don't discuss it. And when we hear it, it's like, oh my God, this person died and then our, our life stops. But if we become aware of it and understand this is part of the cycle of life, this is part of the journey, then we will accept it. If it happens, it happens. We can avoid it by becoming aware of what to do and what to do. Exactly what COVID taught us, taught us how to look after ourselves more, taught us how to um, clean the place we're in more, how to wash our hands more. You know, these things help us survive. Yeah. But if we're not aware of it and we're trying to hide from it, then we won't accept where we are because we're just going to be living our life and going out there and doing crazy things and not understanding that something might happen to us or someone we really love. And that could stop our life. But once we're aware of it and able to plan around it and understand ourselves, then we will accept it and it's part and yeah, we will just accept where we are right now. Definitely. Um, man, I love that. And 
one part of that that you said, which I think is so true, is that it's very rare that we get forced into a position where we have nothing else to do other than to listen to our thoughts. And actually, and as you said, for many people, this has been a struggle. There's a lot of people that have unfortunately lost their jobs. Unfortunately, loved ones have passed away. It's been tough. It's been very hard. There's people that are close to me that I know who have passed away during this time and it sucks. It's been some of the worst times. And at the same time, I feel like there's been this opportunity to take as a blessing almost, where you've had the time to really just acknowledge who you are. Like listening to your thoughts gives you the opportunity to face yourself. How do you speak to yourself daily? Are you speaking negatively? Are you speaking positively? What do you believe about yourself, about your situation? What do you believe about your own capabilities of what you can or can't achieve? Because it's very rare, because otherwise, yes, we are completely surrounded by noise all the time. Friends, family, going out, and like you said, none of those are bad things, but it's when you recognize and become aware of when those things are taking away from the thing that you want to create and you're not able to gain that level of control back. I feel like COVID has given people a lot of control back because it gave them back time. And that is one of the things that we're always saying we never have enough of. And for some yeah. reason this year, like everyone managed to get some time in some way. 100% too much time. And that's, <laughs> that's who made it or who did nothing. You know, I posted this thing on, on my Instagram a few days ago. If you didn't, if, if 2020 didn't teach you or bring out the hustle in you, then it's, it's not for you. Because you've had all the time. You've got no excuses. You had no excuses. So if you were not able to shift your mindset into knowing how to learning or, or reading or becoming a hustler in today's uh, phrase, this is what that's used today, then it's never going to be for you because you won't have more time ever again. 2021, 2022, hopefully things will go back to normal and you're going to get distracted again. So if you don't start right now with the time you've got, then you're never going to do it. And that's where discipline comes in. 100%. And for anyone listening that hasn't, has wanted to take action, but not done it so far, I would say you've just been blessed with the fact that the UK is talking about maybe coming out of these restrictions in spring. That gives you three months. That gives you 90 days now to start doing something. And I think I posted something on my Instagram uh, yesterday as well, which was like, if you're ready to go and get something, and if you're on the hunt for something, you start today, not tomorrow, not in the new year, not next week. Just do something today to get yourself moving because ultimately it's momentum that will help you create the life that you want. It's, it's momentum that will help you create the business goals that you have or life goals for that matter. But unless you take that first step, there is no momentum coming your way. Definitely, yeah. It's that simple. Awesome, man. Okay, so let's uh, talk about the mastermind and also let's talk about your vision in life. Um, let's do the vision first. So what to you is your vision? What's the thing that you're working towards? Like, what's your dream? Okay, so my dream is to be 
financially free. That's, that's a very <clears throat> key place for myself. So financially free, let me explain what that means, is to be able to travel, able to go anywhere you want, able to do whatever you want, able to take whoever you want with you, for your family and your close friends. So financial freedom gives me time. Mm -hmm. So it's not about the money, it's, it's about the time I'm going to get with having financial freedom. Um, and that, that's where I'm able to do what I love, which is helping people. And that's another vision of mine, which is the end result, is helping a minimum of a million people. So I want to be able to tell myself, tell my children, tell my grandchildren on my deathbed that I helped a million people. You know, that's, that's one of my key visions that I'm trying to work on, which I am working on, which I'm, I've started, which you, which you mentioned with the mastermind. So that, that's, yeah, that, that, that's my answer. Awesome, man. So now let's talk about the mastermind because that just led on perfectly. The mastermind is there to help as many people, like a million people. That's your vision. That's your goal. Mm -hmm. Why? Why do you want to help people? I love it. It just gives me this feeling of I've accomplished something. When I get the reviews, when someone calls me and they're in tears and like, oh my God, what you just said changed my life, changed my perspective. This, you know, my family's life, my siblings' life, my relationships became better. When I hear this, I know I've done something good for God and for myself. You know, I re I'm, I'm, a, I'm a huge believer, like I, I'm, I'm born a Muslim and I'm going to die a Muslim. So everything I do at the end of the day is for God. And I feel like whenever I help someone, I'm really deeply connecting with God through them. Me being able to help people shows that I'm not wasting my time here on earth. I'm not just here to make money. I'm not here just to focus on myself. I'm not here just to, to build an empire. No, I'm here to help. I'm here to give. I'm here to, to share. You know, the more, the more I'm giving, the more I seem to be receiving. So I'm like, oh, this is working. So let me just do more. Yeah. You know, I didn't set the intention to... So let me... So the Mastermind is, is a weekly one-hour Zoom group call yeah. every Saturday, 10 a.m. London time. And I charge a very low price of £49 per month. It's a subscription-free. And... People sign up and I talk about different topics every week to help them in self-development, which yeah. I love doing anyway. I do this anyway. I love, I, I read anyway. I watch um, all these different inspiring talks every single day. So I just make notes on them and I talk about them on Saturday mornings. So I initially started it. I charged them 49 pounds and I started making maybe 2K extra income doing nothing like just doing what just doing one hour of a uh, week talk yeah i was like okay i've always wanted to build a charity so this really makes sense let me use this money let me use 50 percent 50 percent of what i'm making now into starting a charity into building a mosque into helping feeding children into helping children all around the world so it won't just make me feel good it will also help the people that i'm teaching they know that their money is going also into charity mm -hmm. so it's not just about learning so i'm trying to show everyone that's always about giving the more you give the more you get like i really believe in this 
So oh. that that's the mastermind. That's where it is right now. It's growing every week. It's the word of mouth is getting bigger and bigger. I still haven't created a website behind it because again, it all happened last minute during COVID. I'm like, okay, I'm doing this anyway. Let me just help people do it. Let me help establish people. Let me help um, boost people. Let me give them a structure to work on. And then from that, it picked up even more. So people came to me like, oh, let coach me on life. I want one-to-one -one coaching. I want to work in, 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 in a smaller group. I want to know more. I'll pay you X amount. And I'm not the person to talk about, I hate talking about money, but I've generated just in the last three weeks, four weeks, over 50,000 pounds doing what I love. So if this doesn't show you or prove to you once you're doing what you love and listening to internal dialogue and following on what you need to be doing or what your thoughts, what your internal dialogue is telling you to do and really having discipline, then you won't, if you don't do this, then you, you, you'll just be stuck. But if you do, then you will start achieving what you want. So with this money, I'm able to move apartments. I'm able to buy a new car. I'm able to travel even more. So for me, again, it's not about the money. I've only mentioned the money to show you that this brings you financial freedom, doing what you love, helping people, putting the money into charity. I had a little bit of tension. I was like, should I really put this into charity or should I keep all the money and, and spend it on myself? I'm like, no, let me put it into charity. And then it's like, well, how much should I put? Should I put 10%, 20%? And I was like, no, let me just put 50%. Once I started doing that, I started making more money. So it just shows the more you give, the more you get. And then from that, I picked up more clients for my digital marketing agency. So people are like, oh, help my business. Oh, I've got a company in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I've got a company in Malaysia. Oh, help me here. Oh, I really love what you're doing. I saw you on, on, on I came to your mastermind group and I signed up and I really want you to help my, my, my family business. So it really, really just, it's, everything's connected. Like nothing is not connected. So whatever you're doing, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're, you're dreaming about, make sure you love what you're doing. Otherwise, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah, and just to be clear, like the last three, four weeks for you have been hugely successful, which is amazing. But for everyone listening, Joad is not unique to anybody else. As in rather, he is unique, but he is no different to Not at all. Not at all. And sometimes I still, my belief kicks in, well, I'm not good enough. I started with nothing. Like, yes, my parents supported me when I was younger. Yes, they gave me 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds every month, etc. when I was younger. But before, but nothing else. You know, I didn't, no one invested in me. No one gave me, I didn't get a loan. You know, no one, like gave me a large chunk of money, like nothing. I've done this all by myself, just by sitting down and reading. Yeah. Is then that's when your thoughts change and thoughts could go on and on and on, you know? If you can change thoughts your thoughts, everything. yeah, if you change your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs, your assumptions, then you have the opportunity to change your life and the direction it's going in. But I say it that it's your opportunity to change it because at the end of the day, you could know all your thoughts, your feelings, and how they're affecting you and your beliefs, but it's still always your choice whether you're going to actively take action to change them and do something different, or if you're going to choose to follow through 
on the negative side of things, the self-limiting side of things. So it's always, always, always down to a choice. And I think that's just what's been displayed perfectly that everything that Joad has experienced over COVID in the last few weeks, the last couple of months, is all because of the last six years of changing his thoughts, changing his feelings, changing his beliefs, and yeah. recognizing, and most importantly, taking actions behind them yeah. that have then allowed him to take the first step of failing at getting his first client yeah. and then trying again and getting his first client and then failing probably numerous times after that in other deals, but still making more and more clients come onto his books, which has then allowed him to feel like, okay, I can do this. So let me try see what else I can do. How else can I help people? So uh, it's an amazing story. And I love that it's all come back to the thing that you said right at the beginning, which is you love helping people. That was part of the reason you started the uh, marketing agency. And exactly. it's exactly what's consistent still within the book, as well as the mastermind. Exactly. Yeah. It all comes down to helping people. I think it was, I don't know if it's Will Smith's quote, but I know that he says this as well, which is if you're not helping someone in your life, you're wasting your time. 100%. It's, it's, it doesn't mean anything. You know, I tried it. It's, 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 it's all about testing what works for you, for your family, what you feel good doing. You know, everything is energy. If you, if you don't feel good somewhere, change it. So if you don't feel good, you've got all the money in the world, you've got the perfect job and you don't feel good, try giving some of it away. You will feel amazing. Try helping someone. Try lifting someone up. You get this feeling you've never gotten before. Definitely. You know, and that's exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. The social media, the digital marketing, the mastermind, my book, everything. And then everything else will fall into place. You know, like, I, like I said at the beginning, I started with Ty Lopez. Now Ty Lopez calls me every time he's in London. Yes. Hey, what are you up to? Where are we going for dinner? You know, but it all started with an ad, which I saw, which I signed up to, which I was a bit hesitant with. Should I really pay $67 for? Should I not? My belief kicked in. Maybe this is a scam. I was, why? Because people were telling me it's a scam. People didn't believe in it. But I still did it. I listened to my intuition. No, I listened to my gut feeling yep. and I just followed through. I prepared. It's all about preparing. If you're not prepared for tomorrow, you will fail. Yeah. That's what 2020 showed us. My company was prepared for COVID. I built, it, it was bulletproof for COVID. I was waiting for a time like COVID. I always dreamt knowing one day everyone will call me. I knew everyone will come around and message me, email me. Dear me, I need this company. I need you to help me. I knew it. I built it to do that. I didn't sit, just sit at home and dream that I might make money. No, I built something, a system, a structure that was built for COVID. It was COVID proof. Yeah, I love that, man. COVID proof businesses. Well, this is, this is exactly what you do is you help people still reach customers, still reach their audience when everything else every other channel seems like it no longer exists or it's been temporarily frozen um amazing man so the last couple of questions uh and this one i think is quite an interesting one to get your perspective on as well when you feel lost uh confused about what to do or like you're feeling like you're stuck what's your process how do you get yourself out of that zone 
into the zone of creating something. Peak state. So I got this from Tony Robbins. So for those of you who don't know, Tony Robbins is also a self-development coach. I've done a few of his courses. So peak state is the state of creativity, happiness, love, energy, doing what you love. Um, being in a peak state, you could, you could only be in, in two states, either a really low state or a peak state. So it, it's that obvious. So if you don't feel good, you're in a low energy. If you feel good, you're in a high energy. So if I feel like I'm not good, it's all about awareness. The first, the first step is always be aware of your thoughts, be aware of, of your state. So I ask myself, if, if I woke up today, I'm, I don't feel good, which is very normal, which all of us, we wake up every single day, no matter how many books you've read, no matter how, much, how many courses you've done, no matter how much money you've spent, we will still wake up naturally in a low state. It's we're human, we're human beings. We've got the news telling us this is happening in the world. We've got our family, blah, blah, blah. We've got friends, blah, blah, blah. Social media uh, in, in infecting us. So waking up in the morning in a low state is very normal. But being aware that's why you're in a low state is key. So telling yourself, cool, what do I need to do now? Fix your posture. Very simple, very simple. How would a successful, happy person be sitting down talking? Yeah. Where's his neck? Where's his shoulders? Her shoulders, you know? Just checking in on yourself, I like to call it. Check into yourself. So a lot of people I, I, I work with one-to-one, I tell them, check in yourself, put a reminder on your phone, check in yourself, check in every hour, every two, three hours, check in yourself. How are you walking? What are you thinking? What are you saying to yourself? Which state are you in? If you're in a low state, put yourself in a peak state. How did you get into a peak state? Check your posture. Number one, listen to your internal dialogue. What are you saying to yourself? What do you keep repeating to yourself? Are you thinking negatively? Or are you thinking positively? If you're thinking negatively, cool. Listen to music you like, change your state. Listen to a podcast you like. Change your state. Put yourself around people with high energy. Create a circle of friends who lift you up. Um, read an inspiring book. Go onto YouTube. Takes about three seconds to find an inspiring video yeah. for five minutes, and that will change your day. A five-minute video on YouTube will change your day. Once you change your day, you'll change your week. Once you change your week, you'll change your month. Then you'll change your life. You know, that's. That, that, that for me is so important and no one really teaches us that when we're young yeah. you know the school system doesn't has nothing to do with this no one even talks about what peak state is unless you go look for it but now here you go you've got Dipesh amazing person and I hope millions of people see this video and learn about peak state just yeah. research into it I didn't talk much about it but learn about it what is peak state what is this powerful state and it's so easy to shift into it Definitely. And it's, it's all about that physiology, changing your posture, because you, if you're sitting slumped and your shoulders kind of curled over, you will feel naturally low. And what you'll notice about people who have that going on is that they're also looking down. They're looking down in front of them. They're looking at their feet or the floor. But yeah. you change that posture. You uh, put your back upright. You look forward or uh, above and you start noticing what is around you. And it just yeah. puts you into this state where you can look for opportunity. You can look for a way out or something new to come at you that you can then take action on. But hundred percent agree with that. I absolutely love that because I mean, I've done the Tony Robbins courses as well. And 
I mean, it is four days of intense, like get yourself into a peak state, but yeah. it does work. You do feel work. better. It's just that then, you know, it's, it's, it's not as hard as you think. It's all about refocusing. It's all about having a structure. It's all about having a vision with a goal. You could put yourself right now, if anyone listening right now could be in a depressed state and sit up and all of a sudden, okay, cool, they feel good. But if you've got nothing to look forward to, as I said earlier, everything's connected. If you've got no vision, then you're just going to go back into this depressed state. But once you've got that vision, that's where your vision board comes in. That's where self-development, that's when people around you come in. If you have nothing to support you and hold you up, then you will naturally go back down more and more and more. The more things you've got to hold you up, then naturally you're going to stay up. 100%, 100%. And that is, your vision is your focus point. So if you look at like, a target or like something in archery, you have to shoot somewhere. Your target is where you're looking for. And if you have that target and you know what it is in your mind, when you change your state, you will know what you're looking towards. But until you have that, until you have that vision, that specific goal of what it is you want to create, it will always feel like you're trying to force yourself into being positive and then naturally go back into the opposite because yeah. there is nowhere to look forward to. Yeah, so, but even someone that could say, like, I really wanna, I, like, I work with people from, from all different uh, backgrounds. So let's say someone who's a complete beginner in this. Don't worry too much about having this five-year vision right now, okay? Just literally just plan what you're going to do today at 6 p.m. Yep. Once you look forward to something at 6 p.m., you will put yourself in a happy state. Like today, I've got tennis at 3 p.m. It's freezing cold outside, but I know I booked 3 p.m. tennis because I know after I finish that ten tennis game, I'm going to be in a peak state. Yep. So always book, always plan, always schedule things you love doing. You look forward to it. If you're in a low energy, do something that will put you in a high energy. If you can't control your thoughts, if you can't think of anything positive, which I know could be very hard because I was in there. Mm -hmm. I didn't, there's a lot which I didn't mention previously when I went through depression, where I went through anxiety, where I had, I thought my life was over. You know, I went through so many problems before all of, before my work, you know, to where I am today. Why I started 67 Steps with Ty Lopez is because I went through a lot of shit in my life, person, personally, that I needed change. So I looked forward. So the videos I watched every single day is from Ty. I looked forward to it. And if I was not looking forward to it, then I would have been in a peak state. So I would wake up knowing I will be in a peak state unless I watch this video, which I know this video will put me in a high state. I would, I would, sorry, I would wake up in a low state and I know this video will put me in a peak state. So I look forward to it. I look forward to it. I plan it. I schedule it in. And sometimes we have to pay someone or something so we can be in a peak state. Not everything is free in life. Pay a little bit, find a mentor, buy a book, uh, join, a, join a club, pay for tennis. I pay, I don't know, 20, 30 pounds for tennis, but it's worth it. That 20 pounds could have gone at a coffee shop, but no, I decided to put it into a tennis game yeah. because I know I'm going to feel amazing. Love Stop that. trying to find excuses. This is one thing I don't understand. Well, I do understand because I was there before as well, but people try to find shortcuts in life with everything whether it's trying to win the lottery, whether it's relying on someone, whether it's admiring the successful person, whether it's taking 
all these supplements and drugs and drinks and food that they think it's going to help them. Um, this is a complete separate topic. I don't want to go so deep into it. But why do people smoke to change their state? It yeah. will just literally, it will change their state. Why do people drink to change their state? But if you could do these things naturally, you won't ever have to ever look forward to another cigarette, another shisha, another uh, drink, because you will have control of your life. Yep. And it's when you choose to become the internal source that is the reason you can change your state rather than thinking that the power lies outside of you. And that's the only way that you can change your state. It's, it just comes from your choice. That's it. It's, it, it is that simple. It is even your choice to want to change your state in a way that helps you or takes you away from your goal. Because even as you just said, there's constructive ways to do it and potentially destructive ways to do it. Now that doesn't mean like for anyone listening, that doesn't mean you shouldn't smoke or that you're a bad person for doing it or you shouldn't. Exactly. Exactly. Balance. Exactly. Life is about balance. It's not this, this, I think this went a little bit too serious. It's not about always being in a peak state. It's not about always focusing on work. It's not about, no, it's balance. So if you're not, so I, I like to teach people the 33% um, of your day. Well then, so the 33% rule, sorry. So you spend 33% doing what you love, which is your work, your business, 33% helping someone, and then 33% learning. And then people ask me, always oh, that 1%? I don't know. So one is part of your sleeping pattern. Huh? 1% is part of your sleeping pattern. Yeah, 1% <laughs> sleeping, whatever. So once you balance it, then you've got no excuses. Go out, have fun. If you drink, cool. I don't want to get involved. If you smoke, cool. I don't want to get involved. But don't tell yourself i'm gonna be we're not in the army you know life is here to enjoy it's called the good life that, that's what my book's about you enjoy your life it's not about 100 work it's not about 100 money it's not about 100 relationship no it's about balancing your life it's all about health wealth love and happy this creates happiness you know it's all about balance if if you if you know play tennis but okay do some work have some fun but take life seriously um, eat the junk food, but have something uh, healthy and simple. Go out, spend money, enjoy your life. Go to these fancy restaurants, book a fancy hotel, go on a really expensive holiday, but also go out in the desert, climb a mountain, which will cost you nothing. You know, it's all, it's all about balance. And that's when you would really enjoy it. With, it's yin and yang. If there's no hot, if you're living in a hot country, you, you would love to come to London. If you live in London, you would love to go to a hot country. You know, it's, it's balanced. It's all about adapting. It's all about moving. It's all about change. If something happens, be prepared to do something else. Love it, man. Love it. Look, that, that whole change of state completely changed the, the answers that you're giving as well. It's amazing how that works, man. Um, okay, last question. Favorite book of all time and favorite movie of all time? And what did you learn from it? What was like one key learning that you would take away and tell somebody else? Okay. Favorite book? The Quran. Of course. 100 million percent. But then this, the simple, it, this is a hu different 
another different world to enter, which I don't want to involve right now, going into religion and things like that. Yeah. But then the most simple book one could read today, a self-development book, book is How to Win Friends and Influence People. Love it. The title is a bit cheesy, but trust me, everything you ever want to learn is in that book. Everything. It will change your life. Amazing. And movie. Yeah, movie. The Gladiator. Why? I just love it. It was the soundtrack. It was the it was the action in it. It was his body. You know, I think when I first watched it, it was like, wow, like this guy went through shit and was able to come back. You know, he learned how to adapt. He learned literally everything that we spoke about, yeah. you know, starting somewhere and then shit happens and then knowing how to come up again. You know, it's just like The Alchemist. The Alchemist is, a, is another huge book, which I love. Um, but I wouldn't recommend that right now. I would recommend starting with something more simple mm-hmm. and then going into alchemy and learning what The Alchemist is about. But The Gladiator, it's all about having a position, something ha- bad happens, coming back, something bad happens, coming back, adapting, challenging yourself, staying fit, eating healthy, balancing your life, having a good, how, how important family and love and relationship is. It's not just about doing everything for me. So that really taught me life. You know, I, just, I love the movie. It's, love just, it, man. Yeah, it's just amazing. I might watch it today. I might watch it tonight. <laughs> yeah, I've just thought I'm going to watch it again, you know, um, because it is that like every time there is some adversity, every time something goes wrong, which inevitably it will happen you will experience stuff that doesn't always make you feel joy and happiness it's about how you come back it's how you face up to that how you go away and prepare to come back to that to actually keep going with the challenge because it's only if you keep going that you give yourself the chance to succeed yeah not giving up exactly and each time is a choice each time is a conscious choice whether you choose to do it. Everything is a choice. Always will be. Even when you feel like it's not a choice and you feel like there's no other option, it's still a choice. So I love that. Last thing to ask you, if you could give your younger self one piece of advice only, like you could go back in time right now and you have 10 seconds to say one thing to your younger self, what would you say? Focus, plan, adapt, be happy. Choose happiness. Love it. Perfect. Duad, thank you so much for being on the show. I really hope that I've loved listening to your story. I've heard it before, but it's just amazing to go into this much depth in it. And I hope that everyone listening has enjoyed it and found some level of inspiration. Um, And look, if Duad can do what he's doing, if I can do what I'm doing, you guys listening can also do it. We are nobody special believe me i was nobody special i still don't see myself as anyone special but believe me if i was able to do it and i'm still doing it life is a journey you will never make it it's all about the journey it's all about creating it's all about doing what you love then anyone can do it and yeah thank you so much for having me here anyone listening feel free to contact me i'm sure depeche as well feel free to contact him um he's, he's more than helpful feel instagram me um DM me, whatever you guys need, I'm here to help.
that's it and on the clip that you guys see on instagram i'll leave uh Jawad's handle on there as well so you can follow him on there and get in touch if you want to the mastermind is amazing so definitely check that out as well uh Jawad, thank you so much for uh for joining me man thank you thank you thank you bro thank you appreciate it it was really good to be here awesome so much for tuning in to the mindful creator podcast if you enjoyed today's episode and you got some value from it i'd really really appreciate a review and don't forget to share this podcast with friends family colleagues anyone that you think could benefit thanks again have an amazing day and stay visionary